0: This hey. is State Rob. And hey, you're listening to the Eric Zane
1: Show podcast. I got that down.
0: A show hosted by a liberal Republican hey. whose ancestry dates back to the small country of Armenia, and fueled by bouts of anxiety and adult attention hyperactivity disorder, also known as ADHD. It's not the best, but still better than radio. Anyway, here's your host, Eric Zane.
1: is good morning and good night and in specialist is how are you that's about all i know when it comes to speaking armenian welcome in to the eric zane show podcast a daily show where i discuss news nonsense and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week and uh, today is no exception i believe this is show 752 we blew right by 750 with no acknowledgement of it. Oh, my God. And, that, and that's kind of good. You know, business as usual for the past three-plus years. The show originates in this, uh, in this dormer above my garage, you know, uh, brought to you by uh, Baldwin Ace Hardware. That is, of course, the studio sponsor, the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studios. Where it has been for some time. My gosh. Okay. Um, I've got coffee. Uh, I'm really kind of just getting up to speed here on the show. Because it's been a morning. <laughs> it's been a morning. But nothing that your old pal Eric can't handle. You know? As uh, I've kind of had to have uh, been given a crass, uh, crash course. Crash. Pardon the pun. Crash course in uh, patience. And uh, honestly, today, there's not a lot of NFK. We've been NFK heavy uh, for the past several days. But uh, his, his uh, healing continues to go well. Um, I was talking with my father yesterday. I go, you know, I'm, and I've mentioned this too. We are, him and I are bonding. The close work that I've had to do with him to help him navigate his day we are are it's like we are becoming very, very close, you know, um, and it, it's it's really uh become quite a positive thing. I uh whenever I tell you stories about the things that go on, I know it sounds complainy, but it's more like just because it's hysterical, the humor involved in this. um Megan says, How can you not bond with someone who cleans your butthole? And that's exactly it. We have been brought together by his filthy asshole. Um, hold on a second. Sometimes I get uh I had to put my phone on. Do not disturb Do not disturb. Uh Maureen says, I like this this softer side of Eric when he talks about the NFK. No, nah, he's wonderful. He uh just been a lot of blessings. You 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 speak like the way I am when you start to, when you get over 50, you know? You start to calm down. I'm not uh, saying that the years that I wasn't as calm weren't great. I, I loved those years. By the way, same clothes today as yesterday. And I just heard Anthony Cumia talking about this on his show. It's the second day in a row I've referenced uh, Anthony. Anthony has got gone into great detail about going to bed and ripping off your clothes and throwing them on the side of your bed. And then because there are days when you wake up and just put the same clothes on. If, you know, if anyone is going to do that with regularity, it's going to be me. Um, because sometimes on a day like today, I'll throw on what I wore the day before And then when it comes time to do the show, like, holy shit, I'm still wearing the same Bass Pro Shops uh, fucking mossy oak uh, lining, hooded lining uh, hoodie, for God's sake. I have to go change my gear. But today, no, I'm not doing that because it's been a morning. You will not believe what has transpired since the arrival of the Queen of the Forest last night. And, and this, uh, I say this with no hesitancy, but shock. Things were a lot better off when she wasn't here. There, I said it. And I said to her today, I go, why don't you go back? I go, I why don't you go run off to L.A. again? Why don't you run off to L.A. and lose your mind? Get some energy doctor to tell you everything is fine, yeah. I'm a to admit it even if you my wife. But pack your shit and take the first train out of my life, oh-ho-ho-ho-ho. Just kidding. I was pissed last night. Wait till you hear why. I'll I'll detail all this shit for you. I'm going to take my time on this. I'm not going to rush into anything with you. Uh, First of all, thanks to the audience on Twitch. I appreciate you there uh, being here for me. I uh, appreciate anybody listening to me. Whether it's the uh, audio podcast that's published later in the day. Thank you so much. Or on Twitch. In fact, Twitch people, if you could subscribe to Apple Podcasts or any podcasting platform, that'd be great. And for people who listen, if you could go to twitch.tv slash Live and follow that, that would be cool. And if you're really feeling froggy, subscribe to the channel through Amazon Prime or Twitch Prime, as it's known. You'll see it when you scroll down. Big red button that says Twitch Prime. Sign up with that thing. doesn't cost you anything if you got an Amazon Prime account. Uh, You get one free one a month. Please make it your old pal Eric Zane. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I actually get cash uh, for that. Or pay for it. What do I get, Eric Zane? Not a lot. Not a lot. You get the ability to use the uh, customized emojis, which is like my animals. And you get... Uh, The show uninterrupted on Twitch without any commercial interruption. That's about it. And uh, Twitch is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Hang on. Got to finish this coffee. That is that. Amanda says, I don't like soft, Eric. Soft. <laughs> I bet you don't. I don't like softer, Eric. I miss when he used to call people fat pigs and tell them how to improve their life. Well, that's not that, that hasn't left. I'm just not doing it right now. Come on. Uh, the hat makes you look a little bit like a penis. Okay. All right. Well, it's, it's actually quite warm on my head. I don't know how much longer I'm going to last with that. With this thing, but, uh, all right. Check, test, test, mic check, mic check, volume looks good, man. Holy shit. Let me just get after this. Cause you gotta be wondering yesterday. I had my CDL air brakes test again, test number two. I flunked the first air brakes test. You take three tests when I first took them on, uh, Monday of this week. Excuse me. And uh, I passed the first two. The uh, I forgot what they're described as, but I I passed the air brakes part portion of the test, which is 25 questions you can only get if you get six wrong, you fail. I fucked that up and got 11 wrong and failed. So I scheduled it again yesterday and yesterday I fucked it up again. I failed again. Again, you can only get six wrong Yesterday, I got eight wrong. So I did a little better, but I still failed. So I scheduled it again uh, for 1.10 p.m. on February 2nd today. I'm going to get right back after it. Man, I uh, sat down to take that thing, and um, I was reasonably confident. And then the first question I got wrong. And that, that uh, really, really pissed me off. And then the second one I got right. And then the third question I got wrong. I'm like, oh, my God. I can only get four more wrong out of the next 21. And then I proceeded to get six more wrong out of the next 21. So, yeah, they, they actually, even though you fail, they, like, let you finish taking the test. Um. So, yeah, I, I felt like an asshole, and then you go wait, and then they go, all right, come on up. Oh, looks like you failed. Yeah. Do you want to schedule another one? Yes. Uh, when I was taking the test, as soon as I got that one wrong, um, it's kind of like my world came crashing down around me because I started to instantly take notice to all of the things that were um, annoying me and distracting me. And I think they might, that is um, if you really want, considering what you're testing for, um, a, uh, what do you call it? A uh, license that will allow you to transport people or hazardous material, something that, that requires uh, an extreme bit of attention. That, that, that's one thing that's very, uh, 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 that they're very particular on because um, when you are driving, I did learn this. It's actually been quite useful. Um, the amount of attention that's need to be one million percent focused is of utmost importance. And I did know this, but when studying for it, you you read the uh, statistics and numbers that um, are one hundred percent true. Okay, now um, facts are facts. Unlike some of you who only. Uh, uh, process facts that are convenient for your feeble brains, anti-vaxxers, uh, but it's it's uh, a stone-cold fact about how much a person is distracted if they are not focused on the road. So if, if you're, a, let's say, a bus driver and somebody starts starting a conversation with you, A percentage of your brain is no longer going to be concentrating on the important things to keep those fuckers in the vehicle safe. Okay? So, you know, other than just a short response to whatever they're asking, hopefully they'll get the hint. Don't talk to the fucking driver! Okay? This is serious shit. Nick says those are endorsements, Eric. Well, okay. Like I'm trying to get my passenger endorsement. Nick probably has a different endorsements. Well, anyway, so yeah, I'm paying attention to all that shit about, uh, how much, um, a person can be, what, what the distraction level does. I mean, my God talking, fiddling with the fucking radio. I mean, it's very simple to screw this up. You take for granted when you're driving, um, the, the scenario. So I actually do appreciate that. But when I get two out of the first four wrong, I'm like, Oh no. And then I think that they, my point was they, they set you up to take this test in all of this distracting environment. And I noticed right away, the conversations with the employees who are 15 feet away from me, the state employees who are having conversations like normal volume. And I'm like, God, I can't even fucking think. And then there's a song by, um I don't even know the name of it playing. Uh, piped in to the Secretary of State's office by uh, no doubt Gwen Stefani, who's kind of a a chirpy kind of a hyper sounding performer to begin with. And uh there's uh, it's not that one song that goes it's but it's another one where she does that same type of uh, a weirdo type of uh, uh, a pattern in her in her singing. And I'm like, "Fuck, Jesus, shut the fuck up, Gwen!" Driving me up a fucking wall. I'm trying to concentrate. Ugh. so I fucked up the test. Which means i got to get my shit done today because uh, a 1.10 start time is early. I typically don't schedule anything until after 2 on any given Monday through Friday because of uh, what's going on with the workload here. But all right. Boy, yeah, we're jam-packed today. i got to go over to Horizon Hydroponics and see John for another live. Another live Growers 101 and i uh, got a griffins game tonight uh, so i i think as i uh, as i go that i'm that I'm, in, I'm i'm getting better at it but uh i'll read over my my materials as best i can and hopefully have that done i i ha- i got to, I, I can't um if i keep fucking it up i've only got till february 7th question how much does the test cost every time you take it zero you can Take it as many times as you want. There's no cost. The only time you pay is when you pass it all. Then you pay for those licenses. So huge pain in the ass. Uh, Queen of the forest. Home. Now, this is just a disaster. And this might even make some of you mad. But... thank God she got in because the snowstorm just started just as she was driving from Chicago to grand Rapids. They, uh, they, they, they took off from there and arrived back there. So flights cheaper that way. Um, so I've got that app where you can see where they are, you know, on the map. And I'm like, Oh man, I got to get this house in order as best I can. I'm so I'm doing the laundry, uh, cleaning the kitchen, uh, you know, all the while still taking care of, uh, uh Kevin and, uh, and Madison is, uh, finishing up her, uh, her quarantine. And, and I like, well, I'm going to skip the YMCA today because I don't want all of this shit to be piled up when she walks in the door. So, you know, that's a, that's a prudent move. That That's fair. I think. Um, so I had a busy day yesterday with flunking that test again and all this shit. And then the back half of the day, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to, plant myself here. I'll make Madison something to eat. I'll make myself something to eat. Um, I'll prepare this show today uh, and all the while do the laundry and just kind of settle in. Uh, she lands. I, uh, she texts me. I go, okay, great. Well, see you in a few hours. Okay, awesome. So we're doing, I'm doing my thing. And then uh, I, uh, I see that she's going to be home around uh, 10 p.m. Now that's, I'll be uh, long since in bed Everybody will be all, we'll have all shut it down for the night. NFK is in bed. Madison is in her room. I'm, I'm lights are off. I'm, I'm dozing off to sleep. And, uh, I, what will then happen is she will creep into the room and then, um, crawl into bed. I'll be so happy to see her. And I was, uh, I was really looking forward to seeing her, you know, um, and just, you know, when you, the old absence makes the heart grow fond. And that's true, you know. I was I was excited to see her and uh, get her back in after this little uh, spur of the moment thing that she pulled off. And I was uh, I was proud of the fact that she can just leave and uh, we can take care of the house on her own, and she can go and have a good time and and that's cool. I don't have a problem with any of that, you know. Go ahead, uh, go out and have a good time. I I honestly don't mind. Where okay, where we have a problem though is. Because, um, I'm laying in bed and then I, I, I get a te- that my phone lights up and it says, I need help. And I'm like, what? Huh? And then I hear the garage door opening. She has uh, walked in the service door and is opening the garage door. And I remember I loaded up a backpack and a little suitcase and, uh, I go, are you hurt? No, I, I need help getting this stuff in. She texts. And I go, well, isn't it a backpack and a, and a small pole behind with wheels on it and a handle back, a uh, suitcase. Yes. I need help. And I go, well, I'm in my underwear with no shirt on in bed. Uh, is Can you maybe just drag it uh, into the house and come upstairs? Is that, uh, so I, 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 me, Telling her this, I know this is going to be met. Um, it's not going to be well, well uh, received is what I'm trying to say. <clears throat> I'm like how the fuck, why, why would you, it, the, the backpack has straps. You know, they call it a backpack for a reason. Put it on your fucking back and get the suitcase and pull it behind you and walk into the house. Am I right or am I right? So I'm like, what the fuck does she need help for? And she didn't uh, I hear the garage close, and uh the bedroom door opens, and i I'm like, all right well i'm I'm glad to see you and and this is what comes out of her mouth when she opens first she goes and sees Maddie, okay, great, hi, Maddie, how are you? Whatever And then the bedroom door opens, and not hi, honey or. Oh my God, good to see you or uh, anything, anything other than what stinks, which is what she said. What stinks? And I go, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what stinks. Anything that smells funny? Is this a quiz? What are we doing here? And uh, I'm just quiet. I was just thinking that and I go, uh, yeah, It stinks. And I go, I I don't know. She goes, I gotta turn on the light. I go, do you have to? Can't you just um use your phone light? No, I gotta get ready for work in the morning. I go, What do you mean? Yeah, I gotta get my clothes out. I go, Well, how long does that take? An hour? Can't doesn't it just take one minute to grab socks, underwear, shirt, pants, whatever? Yeah, but I I got to do all this so that I'm not rushed in the morning. I go, are you sure you have to turn on the light? Yeah, turns on the fucking light. So I'm like, now I'm awake. She's yet to say hello to me. So I'm not going to lie to you. My fucking feelings were hurt. And I'm like, hello, honey. Hi, good to see you. I miss you. No, I don't get that. I get what stinks. Are you fucking kidding me? Do you realize? And I said to her, I go, do you realize this is actually came out of my mouth? I go, do you realize you just picked up, took off work, flew to Los Angeles, hung out in the, in sunny, warm Southern California. You went to go see Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, and you, you, you did all the fun. You went out to eat every fucking uh, lunch and dinner every night, every day that you were gone. I stayed here, went shopping for your brother, washed his asshole and his dick, took care of Madison, cooked for her, gave him his meds, all this shit, and held down the fort, and I get what stinks after I haven't seen you for this fucking long? Can't you even say fucking hello? I wasn't swearing, though. I was actually just annoyed. And I'm like... And, uh... She's the type. This is is the difference between um, anyone else on the planet who doesn't have red hair and a redhead. They don't realize the error of their ways. They don't realize that they're doing shit wrong. And they dig their fucking heels in. Irish, stubborn, red hair, fuckheads. That's what you get. And... She's like giving me attitude and I'm like, what the fuck are you? What am I? All I want to do is go to bed. And then, so she's sitting there light on fucking uh, doing all this construction in the room. And I'm like, can you just shut the light off, please? Is there any way you can do this with your cell phone light? Why do you have to have, I go, I said to her, I go, honey, if I came in from a trip, I would not walk in the room after not seeing you. Exclaim what stinks and then turn on the fucking light. I would never dream of doing that to you. No way, no how. And that got to her. And then she finally shut the fucking light off. And if you're thinking to yourself, oh man, Eric's laying it. He's uh he's really letting her have it. You're GD right I am. I was so fucking pissed off. And I laid there and I said, I can't wait till the fucking show to drop the fucking hammer. This is Bullshit. Oh my God. So uh no quarter, no quarter shown or given here. Fuck that. And so then she like apologized, and she's one of these. When I apologize to her, she gives me these fine, don't talk to me. You know? And I'm always like, Oh, can't we just make it all better? No, any time, any time, any time. And I'm like, oh fuck. So I just leave her alone and I try to build up my poo bear points. She's doing the same thing to me and she's trying to like get my attention and make me like love her now and, 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 and be affectionate. I'm like, I don't even want you here. I go, go back to California, get the fuck out of here. Oh my God. So I wrote down on my notes, queen of the forest came home and popped my love balloon. Yes. Yes. And then I said to her uh, today, I, she's like, uh, "Size of the problem, size of the problem." I go, "Yeah, size of the problem," but you really hurt my feelings. You really, actually, did hurt my feelings because, you know, what stinks? And then today, well, guess what? We found out what stinks because I just thought, I don't know, we got four dogs, two cats, uh, and and sometimes that happens. No. As I'm uh, getting up here uh, today to go and pack her lunch and do all the things, give Kevin his medicine and take care of him like I have been, she goes, Uh oh, I found out what stunk. What? The dog's shit in the house and it's not uh, solid. It's absolute chocolate pancakes everywhere. One of the dogs all on the carpet. And so this morning, while preparing the show, which. Whatever, I can prepare this show on a limited amount of time. Motherfucker. Um, I have to continue this story in a second because I'm way behind. I've got a guest I'm going to bring in here in just a second. I'll get re-agitated about this. The open of the show brought to you by Bennett Flooring Installation. 616-318-0167. Reach out to Bennett Flooring Installation if you are in West Michigan and schedule a visit for a flooring install. You do the bullshit work like ripping the old stuff out. And uh, even buying your flooring. Where? I'll tell you about that in a second. And uh, Bedded Flooring Installation will install it for you. 616-318-0167. Call or text. Tell them I sent you, please. Stand by. All right. Check-a, check baby, baby, check-a, check-a, baby, check-a. The flooring that I want you to buy, I want you to purchase at a Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home discount outlet. Now, this is directed at people who live in the area by me. My local audience in the vicinity who used to listen to me on the radio. Some of you in faraway places also may have formerly listened to me on the radio, but you can't drive all the way. Well, I guess you could drive all the way to Johnson carpet, one floor and home discount outlet and uh, buy the flooring where it's freaking dirt cheap. My God. Uh, if you go to my website, you will see their logo. You can click on that for more specifics, but uh, essentially what you do is you find them on Chicago drive in Granville, Michigan behind the little Caesars. They buy it. Uh, all the flooring, any all the flooring you can imagine, uh, carpet, hardwood, vinyl plank, tile, whatever you're looking for, they buy the most popular ba- uh, brands in bulk at a lower price because they buy so much, and then they lower the price point for you, the consumer. Go ahead, go to other places, but in the state of Michigan, there was no other place to get carpeting or any type of flooring this cheap. Also, when you mention me, you will save 10%. Johnson Carpet, One Floor and Home, Discount Outlet, Bosco's Pub on Friday, um, two days from today at 4 p.m. in beautiful Hudsonville, Michigan. I will see you there. Thank you to Bosco's Pub for being on the show. Okay, I need to play for you a video that was sent along to me. Thank you to Kenny for sending it. I appreciate that. Uh, this comes to us from our old pal, Leon Hendricks. You remember Leon's sore knuckles? A TV reporter who has moved on from the biz and now does other things. I even forget what he does now. But uh, still very prominent in my community. And he posted this on Facebook. What you have here. Is his two young children are in the same crib, and he's got a camera on them, like people like to do. And he gave what they what he thought was a defunct Apple Watch to the kids, uh, and and put it on the one you can see it right here in uh, on the uh, on the one kid's wrist. And it turns out the nine one one feature still works. Okay, hold on a second here. Now, all you need to know is that the kids are being put to bed, and the 911 operator is talking to this kid with the longer hair who's got the watch on his wrist. Okay. 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 Oh. Okay. No, I'm in, the I'm in the crib. I can't walk. I'm in the crib, and now the kids are fighting over the watch. Look at this. Yeah. No. I'm stuck here. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> the 911. Hold on. Holy shit. What the Prince fuck is going Nassim on? Prince Nasim Hamid was a fighter who kept. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> The 911 operator goes, I want you to yell really loud. Uh, no doubt to get mom and dad's attention. Can I just say how much I miss that era and age? Oh, my God. Um, so I'm going to bring Leon in here. In fact, I, uh, I texted him and I go, Leon, how are you? And he writes, I think I know why you are reaching out to me. And I'm like, you're damn right, Leon. For God's sake, this is awesome. Uh, So, ladies and gentlemen, it's been way too long. Uh, The legend. Let Let me get him in here. Leon, speaking. Leon, it's Eric. How are you? Good. How are you, Eric? Good morning never better good morning to you it has been way too long i was just discussing with the audience about your uh remarkable uh, history with the show and it's so good to hear your voice yeah
2: same it's great to hear yours too zay yes i i'm It's one of my proudest accomplishments, the history I have
1: with your show. Oh, I I can just, it's just uh, dripping with uh, sarcasm there, but that's okay. That's okay. I, I, that's, that, that's, that's kind of been my calling card is some degree of jerkishness, though it isn't fitting you. It isn't fitting you because of the sweetness that is pretty much uh, you as a human being, Leon. Oh, you are
2: too kind.
1: Well, uh, so, Leon, I saw uh, actually one of my audience members, a gentleman named Kenny, uh, pointed me in the direction of the hilarious video that you posted of your two lovely sons, correct?
2: Yes. Yes, that is correct.
1: Okay. And uh, and you have a camera pointing on, on the boys um, and with uh, an app you thought was a defunct Apple iWatch or uh, I guess Apple Watch, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, we uh, we it was one of the original generations, and the our kids we, we always wear them, and the kids always want to take them. So, uh, we found that old one, and we said, you know what, let's uh, let's charge it up and let him play with that, put Mickey Mouse on the face, and and we did. And uh, it wasn't our intention, but he just so happened to take it to bed. And, uh, then, uh, the rest is history.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now in the video, uh, I can hear the boys saying hi. And they're, they're waving at the watch and they're, they're doing pretty well. What one is older than the other, correct? Or are they, or are, or are they twins? No.
2: Uh, yeah. The, the, the one with the watch is our oldest. He's three. And the other one is about to turn two.
1: Okay. But they're actually maintaining the conversation with the nine one one operator, quite well it seemed.
2: That's that's what was most surprising to me that they were answering her questions, telling her where we were in the house, telling her how old they were. I didn't know they had it in them.
1: Oh yeah, they were. It was uh, it was excellent. I was I was very impressed by that, and uh, it was just I uh, one of the things I just talked about with the audience is how much I miss my kids at that age. That's a wonderful time, you know.
2: Oh, man. And it's wonderful. It's busy. It's crazy. Uh, But the kids make us laugh every day. And uh, uh, on the bad days, they uh, give you a reason to still smile.
1: Okay. So at one point, the operator said, I want you to yell really loud. And that's where the video ends. Um, uh, Is is that what happened? Did the kid uh, heed the order? No. uh, He refused to yell. Um,
2: He... She asked him repeatedly to yell, and I was able to get the the full nine one one call. I should figure out. Maybe I'll give that to you, Dan, <laughs> and you can chip it with the audience. I'll give you the full seven minutes. Um, but yeah, they they refused to yell, and you know we pretty impressed, pretty much impressed on them pretty well that you know when it's time to go to bed, it's time to be quiet and you are not to be getting up. He wasn't supposed to be in the, the crib with his other son, with my other son. So, uh, yeah, he probably knew being quiet was uh, in his best interest. Uh, So the way we found out is my wife happened to be monitoring the baby monitor. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I hear them talking to someone. Lena's not in the room and, uh, you know, bringing a phone in there. Yeah. And then she realizes it's
1: 911.
2: So she charges upstairs. (laughs) Yeah. Kids are on the phone with (laughs) 911
1: was now sometimes when this happens you hear about stories about little ones calling for help so being that they are in the business of saving lives that had to have been in the back of their brains that something uh weird was happening in someone's household
2: A- absolutely you know we laughed about this but you know we we did apologize to the dispatcher cuz you know they're doing serious work and uh we certainly don't want to be uh wasting their time with this sort of things so hopefully the story lets folks know that those old devices uh, can very easily uh, be connected to 911 just by repeatedly pressing the button so easy for a kid to do but um, uh, yeah they uh, they were you know obviously concerned and we appreciated it. it was it was sort of comforting to know that they uh, they stayed on the phone they maintained that phone call yeah. until uh, they were sure that we had arrived, we were okay. Well, and I'm sure they would have sent, sent someone, which we're oh, grateful yeah. that didn't end up that way. All, police su- yeah. up at our door.
1: all of a sudden we see red and blue inside the, uh, you know, lighting up the inside <laughs> of the bedroom, <laughs> you know, <laughs> holy crap. Okay. Well, that was, uh, that was just great. Leon, what have you been up to? Can you tell everybody again? I mean, you said, all right, I'm moving on from TV, which was, uh, everybody was sad to see that happen. But have you, uh, how's it been going, Leon? <sighs>
2: It's been going great, Zane. Um, I'm working for Spectrum Health now and their communications department, uh, and I'm doing similar work where I get to talk to and do interviews with our physicians and our patients and uh, could not be more inspired, more impressed with the amazing professionals at Spectrum Health. I mean, those folks come to work every day to save lives, and it's such an honor to be able to, to help share that story.
1: Do you uh, do you miss the old TV gig, Leon?
2: You know, I, I do to
1: some degree. I miss
2: I miss the work. I miss the um, you know the ability to uh, really make change very quickly with uh, with a story. I miss breaking news and the adrenaline that comes with that. Um, I I don't miss the a lifestyle at this moment um I love getting time with those kids yeah and I'm uh, enjoying that
1: yeah that's uh, that's hard sometimes because especially like TV and radio the thrill of what you just said is addicting and when that kind of leaves it's like I I don't know about you but I I um for a period of time when I got out of radio I felt like I had lost some of my own worth, you know, it, I, for me, I'm a little bit of an egomaniac and I didn't like the fact that people couldn't hear me anymore on the radio. That actually bothered me to some degree. And I, I, I don't know if that's the case with you, but it actually affected me.
2: Huh. Interesting. You know, it, it does become a part of your identity. Like I, I my mom had me in the phone fo- her phone as news, my own mother, <laughs> 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 And and I will say, so when I left the news, she changed it to my name, and when I saw that, I was kind of
1: hurt. Wow! Well, you can always get <laughs> back into it, for God's sake. I mean, um, you know,
2: that's true, but uh, that will not happen. Certainly, not anytime soon. No,
1: no, um, no, no. You're you're I'm you're loving. Yeah.
2: Yes. You're I'm dude. loving um loving the gig, and I'm glad it was able to to marry the storytelling and and a lot of the skills that. I love doing with the news and, uh, and some more time with the family. Right on, right
1: on. Well, all right, man, I tell you what, it's, it's great, uh, reconnecting with you. There was always some, uh, there was some great high point moments over the years from your reporting that always kind of, uh, led, well, we got to get Leon, uh, on the show. So, uh, that is, uh, uh really, really fantastic to, uh, hear your voice. Okay
2: yes uh glad to give you another reason to chuckle
1: <laughs> yes yes uh you know there it seems like a lot of times uh i mean there was of course some serious times but there was always some spectacular moments that made us laugh so uh they, we're, we're just adding now you're still making the news with your kids so that's great <laughs> thanks Zane. have a good one all right buddy talk to you thank you leon Hendricks. how about him that is uh that is sweet i was what sore knuckles one two three four leon can count uh, Dear Meathead, in 17 minutes, if you have a question for Dad, eric at com on the Shoreliners Liners Striping Inbox, eric at Uh The Threads Podcast. Okay, this is a great show. And I tell you what, I really give them a lot of credit for sticking to it not the easiest thing in the world. If you're doing a podcast, um, and trying to fit that into your regular life. I mean, this is my job. These guys on threads podcast. And later I'm going to talk about, uh, just chirping. They don't do this for a living, but they still put out a great podcast. Um, Discussing life, relationships, friends, family. It's funny. It's interesting. It is definitely not a uh, poo-poo, pee-pee, caca, shit fest like this one. These are good people. Uh, So if you want another podcast to listen to, I recommend you trying out The Threads Podcast. You can uh, search their website. In fact. If you go to ThreadsPodcast.com, you will see it right there. It's also linked up, and you can download the shows wherever you download podcasts. Okay? Thank you very much to Threads Podcast for being on board with this show. Okay. Where was I? I was discussing with you uh, the Queen of the Forest, and she said, what stinks, and then this morning, when I was still really annoyed about that whole thing, uh... And then, you know, I'm starting to come back to the pack. I'm not going to let her wreck my day, but that was, like, fucking crazy. I couldn't believe the uh, abrasiveness and the nerve of her to drop all that shit on me, flip on the light. What stinks? I don't know. I'm in bed. Good to see you, too. What the fuck? This morning, she says, I found out what stinks. That dog shit everywhere. And it's like, oh, my God. It looked like fucking Dresden, Germany in world war ii it was a disaster oh and uh not only one room but two rooms i think this was an o'neill joint he must not have fell uh uh, uh, what must have been feeling poorly or whatever i don't know if it was the granola bars from the day earlier or what but it was bad and um so i had to not prepare this show and um Work to get all this cleaned up with the carpet extractor that You you if you have animals, you have to have one of these. Um, and so you know you have to pick up what you can, and then clean up the rest with the thing. I won't go into any more of those details, but the water was brown, and I had to do a fucking bang up job. And then it's in the uh, NFK sunroom, and he's like, "Dog shit in here, shit, fuck, fucking the damn dogs, the damn shit everywhere." I'm like, oh, "Fuck, I know, man, I know." So I okay, clean that up. It's like 7.30. She goes, I'll make my lunch. I go, well, thank you. I appreciate that because otherwise I'm not going to get this show started. And uh, meanwhile, I'm, I've am i got mental notes up here. I've got my receipts about what I'm going to talk about to start this show. It's you and the fucking misery you put me through as you return from your trip. And I was seriously, dude, I'm sitting there monitoring On the app where she is. Oh, she's in Gary, Indiana. Oh, this is great. She's just a couple hours away. Oh, Michigan City. Oh, here she comes. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, my God. There she is in uh, uh, Sawyer, Michigan. She's she's on the uh, left coast. She's riding Lake Michigan. Here comes my Pooh Bear. This is going to be awesome. I love her so much. I'm going to make her so proud because the house is going to be organized and cleaned up. And uh, uh, Kevin is in great. I mean... We have made great strides since you left. The NFK is now brushing his teeth, for God's sake. Uh, He is recovering quite well. Yes. And the house is in order. Yes. Oh, I can't wait to see her. She's just going to walk in. Hi, honey. And then that's it. No, just jump in bed, snuggle up. No, what stinks? Uh, Don't worry. I'm getting this out of my system right now because I'm not going to drag this on. Well, no, it'll probably come up again. Uh, but I, I just wanted, that that's what happens. And she then apologized today and said, that's, that's fine. And, and I said, I didn't do anything wrong. She goes, you're right. I go, thank you. I appreciate that. But uh, don't, don't you dare. I didn't tell her this. But, I mean, she must know. Don't you think, don't think for a second that I am not going to break this down. You, this is how it goes. You know, I am uh, I am paying attention to all of this shit. How do you think the world goes round on this podcast? It ain't by sitting there talking about Joe Rogan. Nobody gives a shit about that. They want to hear these disaster stories. That's what they're into. You start with that, and then the rest is like whatever. Home life first, pop culture second. My God. There you go. Want to remind you that the Patreon is uh, continuing to grow up and running. And thank you so much. Uh, I just had Stefan Hyde sign up for a yearly. Oh my God, Stefan. Tier two. He dropped the hammer. Now, normally this is $120 for a year. Uh, but if you sign up, I mean, if you do it month to month, but if you sign up for a year, you get the whole thing for 10% off. So he did that and he saved himself uh, plenty of cash. It is uh, $108 after you take the money, uh, the the percentage off. And what a great month we had on Patreon. The fact that, you know, um, with the amount of content I put on there, I if you want it, sign up for it. I try not to sound too beggy about that. I just let you know. But what I'm proud about, is typically, I'll have like twelve signups, ten quits a month, or ten signups, twelve quits, and it kind of just hovers around the same spot. But this past month, it was—it's been fantastic. I uh, up until uh, thirteen hours ago, I had zero deletes, so thank you for that. And uh, so there's one person who deleted. I don't want to say the person's name because, you know, you never know why people quit. Uh, the only thing I hope for is I actually hope and pray that it's because they're in financial ruin um, when they when they have to decline. Um, no, I, I take it back. I, I don't hope for that. I hope it's because uh, they just don't listen to it or don't use it. So, well, I, I wouldn't want you to pay for something that you don't use. So, yes, you should cancel that. What, the only thing I don't want that it cannot be is it sucks tons of dick. If I find out it sucks tons of dick, I'm wrecked. In fact, there's a survey that people who quit fill out. Why are you quitting? And they usually write something like, this guy sucks shit. So I learned long ago, don't read those. There was a time that I actually read them on the show, but I'm too uh, fragile of a flower to be reading that shit. I can't do that. That shit wrecks me. So I got to avoid that. But anyway, patreon.com slash Eric Zane for 15 plus hours of content every week. Uh, I work really hard at it. I suggest you just try for one month. And then if you like it, you can convert it to a yearly. Or let it ride if you want to pay a little bit more each month. That's totally up to you. If you hate it, by all means, cancel that shit. You get the rest of that month, of course. I'm not going to like... Uh, charge you and then when you cancel it you don't get the rest of that month and keep your money only a a bunch of assholes would do that uh but uh that's how we do it patreon.com slash eric zane yeah that was the mouse that just fell dear meathead in seven minutes okay there's a lot to cover on the show that I don't really want to get into because my dad is is happening in moments. Um, but let me just tell you that, yes, I have seen your emails concerning the brawl at the Golden Corral, that this is the latest Eric Zane Show podcast uh, fight breakdown. This one has so many elements that we must... Uh, park on so i'll just throw those out there right now first of all golden corral is one of those buffet style restaurants where losers go to eat if you like eating food that's uh terrible for you and then shitting it all out two hours later this is the place for you okay um yeah, it just runs right through you. Now you, you, it, and it's dirt cheap. You don't pay anything, hardly anything, and then you just eat like you wouldn't believe. Well, a fight broke out at the Golden Corral in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. Um, I used to live, not live, but I used to work in Trenton, New Jersey, which is just down the road from Ben Salem, PA. Now. I have this for you because yesterday on the Patreon, I called the Golden Corral. Now, I haven't played the video for anybody because I don't have the ability to share the video on Patreon to break it down. And I would, I would want to save that for this podcast, frankly. Uh, so I'm going to play for you the phone call that I made live on the Patreon. Uh, after this. It was a brawl on Friday. This was a big one and I'll break down the brawl and I'll be able to share the video with you. Another great reason to watch the show on Twitch is when these things happen. You can always go back and there are people who listen to the audio podcast and they go oh, he's breaking a fight down. I'm going to check this part of the show out on Twitch. Twitch saves all the archived shows. You can go back anytime and watch that shit. Okay, here's the phone call I made to the Golden Corral. Hello, hey, how are you? Are you guys open? Open. You are, Is this the one in Ben Salem? It is. Holy crap. This is a legendary location. You realize that, don't you?
2: Legendary, infamous, anything you want to call it. Yeah, we're open.
1: Oh, my God, man. Were you there? We. we I was not. Okay. Um, is everyone okay? That's all I need to know. Everybody's great. All right. The, my uh, truth be told, I didn't care if anyone was okay. I was just saying that to think up the next thing I was going to talk about. I don't care if they're okay. My name is Eric Zane. I host the Eric Zane Show podcast. Have you heard of it? No. Okay. I don't, no one has. It's horrible. Well, okay. Um, where, 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 where is that located? Well, it's everywhere, but uh, the st- it's uh originates in Michigan. But I saw the story oh, gotcha. about you guys and that was a wild brawl. Have you sat down and reviewed uh all of that footage? The police are currently investigating it. I know that's what you got to say, but I you know what I, struck me was uh how man, it was like a race war, you know? It might be recorded? No, no. No, it's live. Okay. Was it no, it's live. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So technically it was definitely being recorded because it was on Patreon, which is recording. But the fact that he goes, am I being recorded? And then uh, when I tell him, no, actually it's live, which is worse than recording. And he goes, oh, okay. No problem. So the, the idea of uh, that, that fight going on and you weren't there, was there, is there anyone there right now who was there to witness it? Yeah,
3: we're,
1: we're not going to speak about that. Okay, fair enough. I get it. All right. Thank All you right. so much. Okay, I thanks. It. Was it over steak? <laughs> Am I being recorded? No, it's live. And he goes, oh, okay. All right. Uh, so that's how it happened on the Patreon, which is the joke I just said. So I, so you heard that same joke twice. Um, and it legit was over steak. Like there was one left and one fat fuck is going to get it and then someone else comes in and cuts the line that's what it was over it actually was over that oh my god so we're gonna break that shit down and i and i cannot wait yes all right dear meathead in just a bit uh, before we get to that though thank god for tag accounting the tax hobbit wants to hear from you online at tag cpa.net. you can reach out to them 616 uh, 301 their phone number and email is available on the website to tagcpa.net. so what you got here is a one time every year they market themselves on the eric saint show podcast and i want you to get your taxes excuse me your tax is done by tag accounting you no know, you have options in the world you could sit at home and do it yourself that's a pain in the ass my god the amount of time you spent all weekend white knuckling it trying to figure out if you're doing the right thing that sucks oh yeah sure go ahead and buy your uh, tax software hmm all right that sounds good but uh, again that's a lot of time and i think i'm doing this right mm, i guess i could just go to uh whatever tax service in town who i don't know No, fuck that. Uh, Troy has been my accountant for years, both on a personal and professional level. He helped me set up the S-Corp. He does my business taxes. He does my personal taxes. He's a wonderful human being, kind of a tax CPA nerd, and little. That's why he's known as the tax hobbit. Uh, Still can uh, shoot the shit out of a basketball from beyond the three-point line. Tag cpa.net. Now, no matter where you are in the audience, if you reach out to Troy, he can do uh, your taxes for you. You're just going to upload all your documents to him via his online portal. Very, very simple process. Answer some questions, have a phone conversation with him, and he'll handle the rest. Online, tag cpa.net, 616 301 9516.
3: At Parker, our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
1: I'll be hanging out with John from Horizon Hydroponics today. For another edition of Growers 101, you will see me on Facebook. We will be there talking about uh, interesting things that he can provide to people who are growing indoors and, before you know it, outdoors. Okay, think spring. We are in the month of February. Pitchers and catchers report uh, fucking this month. The uh, Daytona 500 happens this month. It's all going down. Before long, you'll be growing your pot outside. As soon as Mother's Day hits, you take those plants and you put them right in old Mother Earth. For anything at all, any question, anything that you want to buy concerning growing, whether it be cannabis, marigolds, succubus. Isn't that what it's called? Succubus? No, succubus is uh, succulents. Succubus is a demon, a female demon in a dream. Succulents is what I wanted to say. Succubus? What the fuck? I'm growing a succubus. Succulents. do you guys grow your own succubents horizon h-o-r-i-z-e-n hydroponics.com that was great you know there's a difference an incubus or a succubus if you're having a dream that crazy covid doc that uh all you um q assholes anti-vaxxers like i forgot her name she's a black chick she is like uh If you dream about a woman that you're having sex with her or a man that is actually a demon called a succubus, the male version is an incubus. Don't get your vaccination. What? Shut up. My policy shop insurance. Frank, the tank fuss, 616-914-4070. Call or text today for anything insurance related. I like to bark on one particular thing each time that I talk about him. Life insurance. I want you, if you are um, married, kids, whatever, I don't even care if you're single, Um, would you drop a little bit of money, you cheap bastard, each month on a life insurance policy? Have Frank tell you exactly what you should get after you tell him your scenario, but imagine this. Okay, you're uh, 44 years old. You've got a wife, two kids. Um, The wife works part-time and otherwise raises the kids. You work. If If that is you, and then let's just say something terrible happens, unforeseen, and you're suddenly dead, wouldn't it be nice if the family is uh the insurance person who you buy the policy from says i'm so sorry for your loss mrs so and so here's a check for $450,000 that's because you were smart reach out to frank the tank fuss for a life insurance policy 616-914-4070 all right sorry you know i i uh there's, you know, a couple of weird things that have happened today, and I apologize for that. I, I, I can't stand when that happens, but I'll try to get through it. Just don't have a temper tantrum, Eric. Stay calm. Remain calm. Change out that cord today, though. Dear me, Dad, brought to you by J.M. Synthetics. Good morning, sunshine. Dad, how are you? I'm fine. How about you, honey? Never better. Well, hey, how's the snow over there?
3: It's just beginning.
1: Yeah, you're you're gonna get hammered.
3: Well, yeah. I, I got the I got my uh, snowblower sharper and then ready to go.
1: Did you say you got your snowblower sharpened?
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, the edges wear out, I, you know, so I had them sharpened.
1: Yeah, you got to go saw some snow. <laughs> I'm ready. All right very good well welcome welcome again and i'm glad you guys are doing okay
3: Uh, how's your family everybody is is california group back
1: yes they're back diana made it back uh last night oh okay and uh she's doing great she uh walked in the door and was so happy to see me she was uh very sweet and loving and kind and
3: uh you know what that is don't you you got your beating coming
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, in some cases it might happen when they walk in the door, but not with her, no way.
3: (laughs) Well, she's sweetened you now to get the beating later.
1: Perhaps, perhaps. I would have rather her just get it out of the way, though, you know?
3: Yeah, that's right,
1: that's right. Yeah, the key is when they're away, you got to, like, take care of the house because if they walk in to a messy house, they get upset. Yeah, but you're, you're a pretty neat guy. Yeah, yeah. I, sh- I I didn't have any problem at all. Yeah. And
3: how is your brother-in-law?
1: Uh, Kevin is uh, doing wonderfully. He is continuing to recover. And, uh, yeah, I even convinced him that he's got to start brushing his teeth.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. He, him,
1: yeah, him and I, have uh, we have gotten very, very close. And then I had a... Uh, I had a uh, a heart to heart with him, and I said, "Look, I I hate to be the one to discuss this with you, but if you don't start taking care of your mouth, it could lead to all sorts of issues, and that's no good, you know." That's
3: right. That's right. Smart.
1: Yeah, you know.
3: Smart, uh, smart conversation. Well, you see, the guy has not been used to it for a long time. Well, you-
1: yeah, he's he's he, he, yeah, well, he 60 years old. Yeah, I know it's shocking. He is yeah. 60, but you would and but for some reason he kind of just let himself go. And yeah. I don't know why that is. I am not going to try to solve the mystery, but I was like, well, you know, we we uh I don't because you can get there's a lot of terrible things that can happen to you if you get uh, uh various uh mouth I can't, uh mouth I disorders. Can't
3: believe it he, he has he didn't know how to take care of himself. So
1: yeah i don't know man that that might have had something to do with uh the brain surgery and just the way he lives oh,
3: way way in the back
1: yeah i don't know i have no idea but uh slowly but surely he's turning the corner you know
3: yeah Be- you know that big beautiful house that they had out there in uh i forget the township
1: birmingham
3: birmingham man
1: yes I- Yes, it was a wonderful house in a very nice uh, in a nice piece of property that they kind of sure. uh, destroyed. Yes, I definitely remember that. Uh, I
3: just uh, the, the one thing that I dislike about what I did, what I should have done, I didn't. Uh, you had all these books in there in that back of the house, right? Man, I should have taken some of those. Oh
1: yeah, you should have just robbed them blind. I would have.
3: No, you guys just
1: let it go. All right. Uh, Not me, they. Uh, We did not do that. (laughs) Well, yeah. All right. Well, Dad, I got a number of people that have questions for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Uh, uh, Allison writes, Dear Meathead, I have a nine-month-old puppy who is super naughty. You cannot take your eyes off of the puppy for a second. Or he does something he shouldn't. He also uh, eats poop, oh. uh, like he's at the Golden Corral buffet. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: what,
1: what do I? What do I do, Meathead? How do I? How do I treat? How do I uh, teach uh, this dog? You know.
3: Well, first of all, uh, very honestly, it's just not my uh, education on that. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you can, uh, oh boy, I, I don't think you can stop that.
1: I think there might be some tricks that you can do to make the uh, uh, eating I, eating of I, the poo-poo. I disagree
3: with you on that. There's no tricks.
1: Yeah, I think you can put like um, various additives and sprinkle it onto dog food so that when it comes out as number two, it doesn't seem like a treat
2: it's not that
3: it's something it's that the taste is already yeah in them. I, I, I you know the habit of i don't know i, yeah. I really i'm uh, not educated on
1: that yeah that's that's weird that's weird but i don't know class i
3: took was not about
1: that i think the only way to really uh, uh do it is to make sure that the yard is clean you know make sure that you keep it all cleaned up
3: well so, it isn't so much of that you got to change the personality
1: Right, I, and I don't think that's possible, you know?
3: Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry, unfortunately, I can't help you, and I'm sorry that right. you love the animal. And, uh,
1: uh, yeah. Oh, Joanne says put pepper on the poop. Yeah, and I think that there's something to that. Another person suggested putting pumpkin in their dog food that tastes good going in, but they hate the taste of it when it leaves or something like that.
3: How about uh, the dog medical people? Do they give them any
1: advice? Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't even know if that's... I, I think that that might be a good... Uh...
3: You know, they, they have to... Hopefully they have some education on that.
1: Yeah, I'm getting all sorts of suggestions that I don't think are very good. Someone is suggesting putting ammonia, liquid ammonia, on the dog. Or but, on the, but, or yeah, but
3: those things could end up hurting him. I'm know, sorry.
1: Li- li- liquid ammonia on the log. So going in your yard with an eyedropper and sprinkling ammonia on the poop. And
3: can you believe that?
1: <laughs> I my mean, God, That sounds stupid. <laughs> well, I would rather just you know, the dog I have eat it. one
3: good suggestion. Unfortunately, it's reality. Yeah
1: get a different dog right right get a different dog there you I'm go a
3: dog lover a dog lover i'm a dog lover from way back of course i never had any of those. yeah we had a dog that would take all the proof from the ground and put it on top of the picnic table
1: yeah but he wouldn't eat it <clears throat> all right dad how about this aram writes meathead uh what do you do if you have a friend who's been hinting around that he needs help remodeling his basement but he's too proud to ask What's the best way to help him remodeling the basement without embarrassing him? Please embellish.
3: Well, Aram, here's the thing. First of all, how much are you sold on the fact that it bothers you that he has that issue? Second of all, how much would it affect you if you really gave him a hand in doing it? and make a suggestion, you got to make a suggestion says, listen this is what it is if this is the case i don't know uh and if the guy needs help or if he doesn't know how to do it and all that volunteer to do that
1: all right yeah that's uh that's great and then,
3: and, and says hey, listen i have this tough free time uh, obviously the guy just don't have the money he can't hear me oh i don't yeah. have the money to uh-huh. so have it done
1: but i don't want guy, don't your help yourself i'll do it myself hey, listen
3: i know something about this i can do uh-huh uh, i'd like to give you a hand and get it done
1: a little bit yeah sure some people would like that a
3: couple hours there you know
1: not me and stay out of my house a
3: hell of a friendship
1: exactly all right uh let's see here uh it says terry writes this uh p.s i am i i think this is actually maureen uh meathead i'm a relatively new listener i really enjoy you and joanne i i love it when joanne laughs and i i i just say for me that i think everybody loves that and she writes dear meathead i uh, i have two beautiful cats are you a cat person or a dog person or both signed maureen
3: maureen i love dogs uh If I had cats, I would have liked them. I would not hurt them or nothing else, but I'm not a cat person. Now, I have a son that has about five cats in his house,
1: Yeah,
3: and he loves it, and he grooms them. He takes care of them. He loves them. That's everybody's forte, you
1: know? Wait a minute. Uh, Did did you say he grooms them? Do you mean like he licks them? No. Grooms by brushing. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Your brother is a Take care of your
3: dogs very well
1: cats oh't I mean, <laughs> but all right. uh
3: uh cats like I said it's not the, they're not my forte, but they're animals and I definitely like them and respect them and respect people that have cats uh, but what's the question I, I,
1: uh he wants yeah uh, she she just want to know if you like cats or dogs better
3: no I prefer okay. dogs all right uh, uh, I would definitely go way out of my way to take care of him but if i saw a
1: cat i wouldn't hurt him no of course not thank god uh rob has this question uh dear meathead did you hear the story about tom brady retiring from football yes i did okay now uh he asks how many years ago did you retire and what advice do you have for him about being retired uh how many
3: years ago did i retire Joe? Oh, i retired about 18 years ago
1: Okay, so when you were about sixty-seven, uh, uh, well, I don't know a year, but eighteen years ago. No, yeah, I meant you were about uh, uh, oh. 66, 65, 67. Oh,
3: right. Yeah, uh, but then you went back. Then I went back to work for about ten years. With went to AAA
1: office. Oh, so when when did you get done?
3: Well, take ten years and eighteen, and
1: oh. All right. I, I can't add.
3: Quickly.
1: All right. <laughs> Did, well, I think you were about 69. So. About 69. Gotcha. Yeah. That's what she says. Okay. Um, what What advice do you have for uh, someone uh, retiring, Dad? I mean, because that's a big change for a lot of people. They were working. Now, suddenly, they, they've got all this time on their hands. Uh, what do you right. recommend?
3: Very fortunately, it didn't affect me in a sense that I have uh, the mentality and the Activity of building things. Like uh, I do, I do a lot of. I can do a lot of things with the woodwork and all that. And I do keep busy with doing things. My garage has got a couple of things waiting for me to be done. But unfortunately, I got uh, finger problems. Yeah, so, like cut them up and all that jazz.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, you did. You 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 went yeah, from but being I'm a... still doing that, and now I am into making frames. Per, People's favorite pictures. Right. You went from uh, woodworking to being a butcher.
3: Well, I, for a while I was, and I am not a butcher now. No, thank I'm God. I've been making frame, picture frames. Right. And uh, I, I did one for my daughter, uh, my, uh, a great big one for two of the huge dogs that they've got. Yeah. Put the two dogs together on one frame.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, a
3: super looking thing. And two different breeds of dogs.
1: So, yeah, what you're saying is uh, come up with a hobby, right, Dad?
3: Come up with a hobby. Okay. Uh, My hobby is woodworking. I can really work with
1: that. Uh, Okay. All right. Got it. Uh, Question from uh, this person writes, uh, What invention in your lifetime is the most astonishing or amazing thing to you?
3: Well, oh, that's a loaded question. That's a good question, though. Uh, an invention.
0: An yeah. Invention. Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: God. I've got so many things. I cannot think of anything that is an invention because I usually copied people. Uh, oh, a doorbell. Oh, I have one. Wait. Did you I say... It? from... Uh, go ahead. Did you say a doorbell? Doorbell. I invented a doorbell in the old country.
1: Wait. Did you Electric? just... You invented the doorbell in Iran?
3: I did. No one had any doorbells
1: on that whole street that we lived on. And I took electrical
3: wires. I got myself shocked a few times and all that. And our doorbell was come out of the room of the house. It was strange looking buildings out there. And then go in that hallway. The hallway go way up there to the front door. And we had door knockers on the outside of that thing. Yeah. I took electrical wires. I, I messed around with electricity so much when I was...
1: My God, I was like 12, 13 years old. Okay, so you, you got a, a hot line and, and wired a doorbell, right?
3: Right, and then drilled a hole on the top of the door, which is made out of wood. Yeah. And then put that bell on the outside and then hooked up the electricity and you and brought the thing and you pushed it in on the outside I had some gizmo put in there yeah and door would not go ring ring go ding 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 yeah <laughs> and we had a doorbell
1: I bet I bet those those uh, locals thought it was witchcraft
3: <laughs> I don't know what they thought but we were getting a lot of ringing
1: going on because we opened the door
3: there was nobody there <laughs> They died.
1: You know. <laughs> oh my God! And now, um, so I actually invented the
3: doorbell.
1: So did uh, did uh, people you know uh get on their camels in Iran and come from miles around to see the doorbell?
3: No, we didn't have camels. Yeah, we did. What did, did that big thing? There was a camel.
1: Yeah, of course there was camels. Yeah.
3: No, no, that, the
1: cameras have nothing to do with it. Oh, okay. The people walk on there, back and forth. So they show up and they're like, show us this doorbell. You know, it's kind of like whenever oh, they... They
3: would not do it. They didn't even know what that Okay. Was. I would go out there and keep ringing
1: the doorbell. Oh, my God. I was—I thought it was going to... You know, like occasionally you'll see like a, a vision of the Virgin Mary or something like that. <laughs> people no, show up.
3: No, 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 oh, no, my no, God. no, no. You know, wow. you just—you just brought a thought of my mind. Like camels. We didn't have camels. Walked our our street. You take the, it took the took the big load or something. They had doorbells. No, no, they had this big bells that hang on them. Bong, bong,
1: bong. Wait, <laughs> you knew the camels were coming. So the, the, are you telling me that when the camels, they would utilize the camels as like a. Uh a beast of burden to carry things, and they had big bells on them? They got big bells on them. They are three bells on each camel. What was the point of the bells on the camels?
3: I don't know. It was. Uh, I thought it was something to decorate, but no. I think it was to warn people yeah. that they're coming.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like, hey, here comes the camel. Get out of the road. There are three to four camels per load, uh, you know, per trip. So did uh, Grandma have a camel to get to the market? No, 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 no. You didn't own a camel.
3: We did not own a camel. We, oh man, we had nothing.
1: Man, <laughs> you know what you should have done? You should have paid. You, people should have paid you to see the no, door.
3: So. At that thing would probably cost them millions of dollars in Iranian money.
1: Right. Know? I was just saying, why didn't you should have charged people to come see the doorbell and then? Yeah,
3: take, yeah I didn't
1: even think about people. Yeah. take I the was money.
3: Happy that we could ring that doorbell ourselves. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you were just hogging all that. that I don't know why
3: she's laughing, but that was serious.
1: Well, it, because it's a preposterous story. That's it's hilarious. It's, oh my god, it's fantastic. Awesome. It's it's absolutely great. Um, okay. Well, Dad, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna review here. I've got a lot more questions that people sent, but I'm gonna end up saving those questions for okay. the ne- for like next week. So I'll have like I kind of have a stockpile of them uh, for next week. But I just wanted to go over. Some of the things you said, um, you you pointed out early on that uh, cats are not my forte. No, and then uh, you you said when it comes to hobbies, my favorite, right, right. When it comes to hobbies, I have the mentality and activity of building things. Yes, I do. And most importantly, you invented the doorbell.
3: I did. Most yeah, people didn't know what doorbell meant. <laughs> Only in Iran. Well, I
1: mean, seriously though, that that to me that has clout because we may have had that in the US in whatever year this was in nineteen forties. Uh, but uh my God, I mean that is uh, absolutely spectacular. It, it really was. Hey, what uh year were you born again? Thirty what? Nineteen thirty four. Do you remember World War II? Yes, I do. Um be- I'll tell you a little story about that. Yeah.
3: Germany occupied Iran.
1: I didn't know that.
3: Yes. And, or not occupied, but, but yeah, I did. They did. Uh, now, this is a story. I don't remember too much about my father, okay? Yeah. My sister, Kasia, was a tiny little baby, thicker uh-huh. than a dog. And my dad. Which always wore a military fatigue,
1: and uh-huh. then
3: uh, the bombs, bombardment. I could hear; we could hear the guns. Wow! Yeah. And then the Germany totally. Uh, it was Germany was called the Victory Bridge for Germany. Iran was the Victory Bridge for Germans.
1: Ah uh-huh. so remember uh... this history. Okay,
3: my dad, since my sister was so sick. Went out of that house. Nobody was supposed to be out there. And in a little while, came back with two German soldiers. One of them was a doctor that took care of my sister. Yeah. It actually, whatever it was, they brought medicine and all that. They took care of her and, and, you know, and she Uh got better, you know. And you couldn't even, you shouldn't even be on the road. Okay. My dad was out there and brought those two guys out
1: there. Oh, wow.
3: Have, I don't know how he communicated with them. I was, I was just a little kid. But I do remember all of this, this whole
1: story. Oh, man. <laughs> my God. So that's, that's uh, it's still stuck in your brain, huh? Oh,
3: it's, it never leaves. And I remember the whole fight. One stood by the door with a big rifle, and the other that was a doctor was taking care of my, my sister.
1: My God yep great memories growing up how about it yep (laughs) (laughs) all right well dad i appreciate you and uh as always and joanne as well you guys are the absolute best and uh Uh,
3: by the way we checked your place up it was everything
1: cool oh up north yeah you went and saw so you went up to grayling this past this past weekend i'm so glad to hear that okay good i'm glad nobody robbed the place no okay well you guys are the best i love you so much okay All right, talk to you when we get back together. Okay, hopefully soon. I'll talk to you. Thank you. Love you. Love you, too. Bye. bye -bye. Bye-bye. Invented the doorbell. That's a new one. I invented the doorbell. Shit. Dear Meathead, brought to you by that lovely soul, Jason Mays, from JM Synthetics. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I do have a lot of leftover questions. Uh, uh, those ones that I read, we got a lot of mileage out of them. I see uh, Jesse is there. Uh, Ask your dad to explain greater than and less than to you. Shut up. Uh, Aram had another one. Oh, my God. Um, let's see. Jonathan Moe. Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, and Joe Moran, not to mention Josh and Chris D. Thank you. So I'll uh, stockpile those. We'll come back to them. We'll come back to them. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Dear Meathead, right there. Just Chirpin' is another podcast I want you to check out for friends of mine. Not really friends of mine. I would say Stephen Hyde is a pal, is a friend. Uh, Jay has friend-like qualities. Uh, uh, Bellinger, yeah, friend like qualities. I've I've uh, talked to him many times in per in in person. So yeah, I guess we are friends. I don't like to just throw around the term friends, you know. Uh, But anyway, they are just chirping. Four dudes just chirping. That's the podcast. J u s t c h i r p i n with a little thing at the top of it. Just chirping. Four guys. Uh, busting each other's balls about uh, things involving life and hockey. You can find it wherever you download podcasts. I take that back. They're not on Apple Podcasts, but they are on Spotify. They have not yet banned Spotify. We're taking their content off of Spotify, but you can find all of this information on their website, chirpin.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A and E, heating and cooling, my God. Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579. If you are in need, reach out to Joe for a scheduled uh, bit of maintenance on your furnace or an after-hour service call, or if you just need a new furnace. It's just time to put the new furnace in. And, oh, boy, is he going to put in a great uh, piece of equipment, the Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and air conditioners. 616-516-8579. Call or text today. Maze, this furnace is so good. That it's like making the everything warm in here. Holy cow. I haven't yet figured out the sweet spot. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Don't forget about Dumpster Divers. Kyle from Dumpster Divers will join us for another edition of Let's Kill. With Kyle. As he's accumulating a, f- a fresh supply of bangers. And... Uh, boring things that he talks about that things are are worthy of being called bangers that are not and I will then bust his ass for them not being bangers uh, if you need a dumpster and you are in West Michigan call or text them 616 375 9962 that's 616 375 9962 I already see that I'm going to have to push some things over to the Patreon um uh, Whoopi Goldberg, I have to talk about this. Oh, my God. It, a, a little fear crept across my heart when I heard this story about Whoopi Goldberg. And I'll explain what I mean by that. I, it actually frightened me. And it's probably best that I talk about this very sensitive topic on the Patreon, behind the paywall, because well, I don't want anything weird to happen of talking about such a sensitive thing as the Holocaust on the free podcast. And it isn't like I would say anything, but people take shit the wrong way all the time, and then they run with it, and then they try to destroy lives. That happens. And then this lawsuit of this this dude who is suing the NFL. I don't even know his name. i would never heard his name until yesterday, but I have caught up on this story. Brian Flores is his name. <laughs> oh, shit. This fiasco. Bill, first of all, Bill Belichick is... Um, I'm torn about this because I shouldn't say this, but I want to warn you. I'm going to say something that's going to upset some of you. But Bill Belichick is a retard. He is retarded. And um, let's just forget that that term has been used on people who shouldn't be called that. Let's just create its own category to be able to use the word in this case so that if you look up retarded, it will be just be slowing something down or Bill Belichick. That's it. I have to say this because he is a retard. This is all Bill Belichick's fault. Actually, it's the NFL's fault. Um, I am in lockstep with Brian Flores because wait till you hear the examples that his attorney cites for this Um lawsuit against the NFL class action suit uh, because he wants to be a coach and he's being squeezed because he's black. And I actually do believe that. I actually believe it's because he's black. I, I read the whole fucking lawsuit. And uh, I, I have to get into this. And uh, this would this was only brought to light because of Bill Belichick, because he is so... He is... Um, great at coaching and nothing else. He's an absolute, uh, uh, complete and utter disaster. He can't eat. He doesn't even know how to use a cell phone. He is an absolute idiot. Oh my God. That will be part of today's Patreon podcast. But now, unless I, uh, I don't know if I'm, Maybe I won't take as much time as I think I will on this video and then I'll get to one of those things. But I have got to get to this. Golden Corral fight. Ben Salem PA. There's one stake left. And all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose because one of these degenerates that is at the Golden Corral, cuts the line in order to get the stake. I don't know if you just heard that. Did you just hear, roof! that was O'Neill having a dream. I don't know if you can hear that. I hope you can hear that. He's going, roof, roof. Oh. Chris says quote steak yeah you know it's just like a fucking top round but it's like eating a shoe Maureen says she heard it Chris says he could hear it too roof <laughs> looking at him in this little I can't, his paws are moving like he's running he's chasing a rabbit in a dream roof roof so cute um all right not so cute this fucking fight (laughs) all right (laughs) starts out and um well, they're not actually at the buffet table here. The, the, the buffet setup is kind of uh, moved over, but uh, looks like a typical setting of a shithole restaurant like this. And uh, this is a, uh, a race war. So you have here black people and white people, and then we'll break it down further. Um, fat black men, super fat black women, super fat white men, employees trying to get out of the way and one skinny black guy wearing a suit for some reason all right it's starting to get heated we just saw a lot of congregating and then you see the uh children's high chair get hoisted above someone's head now i should point out not one person was injured and i think that has to do with their you know these aren't exactly physical specimens here these aren't uh uh, really uh i don't think these people can do a lot of damage you know they're probably exhausted when they lift their arms over their head Someone holds the high chair and now they start to uh, fan out a little bit. Okay. Someone else picks up another chair. Okay. Now, nope. You'll, you'll notice here. No punches are really thrown. They're just throwing furniture at each other. They could very easily just start to hit each other in the face, but they're not. They're just kind of like throwing uh, furniture, incredible. Yeah, they're they're more like just stacking high chairs on top of short, fat Italian men and black people. Here's dude in a suit. Louis Farrakhan is here. All right, he's leading all these Nation of Islam members. love i love i always love oh shit oh shit i i give it up for black people that have been recording videos lately they've been doing a great job narrating i'm loving the narration thank you oh all right now that one came in quite hard you see that chair come flying in that one had some power behind it watch this dude in the blue right here you're gonna see him okay this this white guy in the blue He's about, he's the tallest white guy here. He's about four foot eight. Okay. In this part of the country, uh, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, uh, Maryland, Delaware. It's full of these white men, all white men in that part of the country. um, They weigh about 460 pounds. Average height is about four foot five. And they're super dumb, super dumb. I've lived there. I I was the tallest, most fit person in all of New Jersey when I lived there. Every single person in New Jersey. Life expectancy for the men in New Jersey is about 38 years. Okay, now watch this. The dude in the white, he's going to catch this chair in the face. Watch this. Oh, Oh, yes. Just hit him with it. Okay, I think that was a napkin holder in the face. You'll see it. So white guy catches the chair in the face right there. And now watch for the napkin holder in the face. Right here. Oh! That lady just threw a salt shaker. And and she threw it terribly too. Right here. This lady right here, her arm goes up and she's going to throw a salt shaker. It didn't do anything. Look at all of the furniture and high chairs. Can you believe the number of high chairs they have at this restaurant? Uh, there's a guy in the background who's just looking on. See this guy right here in the, with his hood on? This Trayvon Martin looking guy? He's just watching. So now we're breaking it down to two white guys. Basically, now it's a race war. This one white guy is actually picking up the table somehow. He's exhausted. And then, uh, so two white guys and all these black people. They, were, uh, they weren't even on the same side when this started, but since this is a race war, you have to get with your kind. Okay, now they're running out of steam. You notice that when they're throwing the chairs, they're only traveling about a foot and a half and not doing any damage. Watch, Watch this guy right here. He hit the fucking chandelier and busted that. Again, they're just moving furniture. No one is actually throwing a punch. They're just throwing whatever they can get their fucking hands on that's not bolted down. Okay. Okay, so now the white guys are really throwing the high chairs. This guy goes, they're throwing chairs? God damn! Look at this guy look at he's like hey why don't you come on over here this is one of the workers uh, Farrakhan in the back here he's trying to figure out uh, when's the next time they have to turn towards Mecca <laughs> this fat fuck thank god this fat fuck didn't get in the fight man look at the size of this man had he gotten in there and started throwing bombs like he could have done some damage but no here's the one white lady is says holy shit I can't believe it her mask is not on she's like what the fuck am I doing here what is going on <laughs> This guy in the green uh, shirt, fucking Judd Heathcote here, he does not really get involved in any of this. It's just these two little white guys. Look at, he's so tired. He's this white guy is pushing the high chair to a place where he can throw it. Okay, one one black lady's like, "All right, okay, enough. Enough. We're leaving. We're going We're going to go drink some fucking mickeys." Look at this lady's got a broom as if she's going to clean something up. Farrakhan is trying to talk this fat bitch into not getting involved. He's Farrakhan's holding back Mabel King. Look at how round this woman is. Holy shit. My God. What a f- bunch of fat fucks. I like how this all happens underneath the sign that says gather. <laughs> Judd's like I'm out of here man I'm out of here look at him he's got his coat all balled up go Spartans (laughs) look at this dude I didn't see this dude this is the first time I've seen this white guy look at his body you'll see him again look at this guy Oh Jesus, pulls up his pants. <laughs> that guy just you see that? The guy in the blue seems to be at the center of it all, blue shirt guy. He just throws that high chair for no reason. It's the fight's over at this point. Watch him. Look at it. Rawr! <laughs> And that is it. That's a good one. Look at this carnage. And that all started from this. Look at where it all began. Look at white. You got red shirt. Well, uh, this guy, he weighs about 650 blue shirt guy. Again, he's the tallest guy there from the, on the white people side. And he's four foot five. And then that's all the whites I see. It is one. then Judd Heathcote. He does not, he's not a belligerent. There's two or three white guy belligerents surrounded by the nation of fat Islam, led by Louis Farrakhan. What a clusterfuck. Let's watch it all again. Oh, yeah. The kids are like, we're out of here.
0: Oh, shit.
1: This guy's got his iced tea. One white guy, sweet tea, white. Another fat fuck. There is not other than Lewis Farrakhan here. I cannot believe the amount of heavyweights. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Sorry.
0: Oh shit! Oh shit!
1: Wow.
0: Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Ooh, no, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ooh, shit. Oh,
1: shit. The narrator. Realize if you're listening to the audio podcast, there's a lot of noise, but this is too good. Sorry. Oh,
0: no. not-
1: <laughs> the fact that the chick's got a broom. Oh, All right, that's it. That's it. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, one for the ages, right there. Ooh. Frank says, this is why God invented the 2A, LOL. I'm not sure what that means. Does that have to do with the size? Size of the belligerents? I'm not sure. Is that young Madison screaming in the background? That's making me laugh. Thank you. Uh, Adam says, I have a friend who tried to tell me Golden Corral steaks were as good as Outback. Now, look, to be honest with you, uh, if I'm at a, a Golden Corral i will eat that shit and i'm going in there knowing that i'm taking years off my life i'm all about that uh maureen says chicken black polo with the broom is an employee no you are correct on that uh this is why god invented two a second amendment dummy no no you don't want to work guns into this idiots no, this, if, I, if I was there and I had my pistol, I would not reach for my pistol. No, 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 no. That's not a threat to your life. You just leave. You just walk out of the place. Come on now. Uh, I wouldn't even clean that mess. F it. I quit. Agreed? I bet someone grabbed two pieces of steak and got mad as fuck. No, they were down to one. It actually, the, the, the police is, are, are not disputing that. That it actually was started because of that. Melissa says one guy waddles like a penguin. Jesus. What's with the dude in the suit? Yeah, that was Farrakhan. That was Louis Farrakhan. Jesse Zaniac, Jesse writes, wow, 73 viewers. That's the highest I've seen me too. Unrelated to what we're talking about, but that's absolutely true. It's because people saw the violence and they wanted to hear a breakdown of that amazing footage. And, uh, thank you very much for being part of it. People like, God dang it, Zane, you're such a loser. You got like dozens of people. It's like, ah, you know what? It is what it is better than it was last month. It's gone up. I'm still very happy and still able to do what I do. People talk about me all the time and say, uh, you're just an idiot. You can't. You're not even. Be, uh, uh, there's barely anybody watches you on Twitch. It's like, yeah, well, it's still a lot more than what I used to have. And I am building Twitch from the ground up. And don't forget, this podcast, because of the hard work and because of the support from you all, I am able to do this as a job. It is a lot of work, but this does support an entire family and keeps the lights on and uh, provides me a uh, quality of life. So, yes, you're right. Some of that, some of the numbers do look a little stupid. I'll be the first to admit that. But this is still my job, and I answer to no one. So I'm very, very proud of that. All right, a little pat on my back, and thank you to you. Uh, yeah, I am going to save Belichick and Whoopi for the Patreon. But I uh, definitely wanted to get into that Golden Corral fight. That was a good one. That was a good one. Um, right up there with some of the best that we've seen over the years. I love a uh, breaking down a good fight. Okay. So uh, as we go, I am going to do the asshole of the day coming up here who is your asshole of the day who could it possibly be today i have some thoughts you may too uh let us review what has happened first of all i uh, screwed up the air brakes test again another horrible failure started out getting the first uh getting two of the first four wrong and it didn't get much better from there so i have the test again at uh what time is it at 110 is that right oh my god how am i gonna get all this shit done Yes, I am testing at 110 today. Oh, God. So, all right. The queen of the forest came home from her trip yesterday. We talked about that. and the, uh, A lot of nonsense, in my opinion. Leon Hendricks is an absolute legend and a joy to speak with. And the video that he shared on Facebook of his kids talking to the 911 operator is uh, one of my favorite things. And it was great hearing his voice. Dear Meathead, where dad broke down cats versus dogs. uh, Dad invented the doorbell and tips for Tom Brady. And then, of course, our amazing fight under the gather sign at the Golden Corral. All in the past nearly two hours. Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. If you're in West Michigan, my goodness. Uh, Trusted source to get your vehicle repaired, 616-532-6600 or their website. Um, The letter E, the letter R, Vines, but that's all one word, Irvine's. They don't spell it I-R, it's E-R-Vines, Irvine's.com. There, displayed prominently at the top, a list of uh, all of their amazing Google reviews. Very rarely do they get anything short of five stars. This is of utmost importance. It's one thing for the uh, local podcaster to talk about them, but when the consumer—and I—I guess I am a consumer of what they do, of their services and efforts, uh, because our we get our vehicle service there. But uh, these are these are people that don't podcast for a living. They're just people who. Love the service so much that they left an amazing review. And if there's ever someone that's like, ah, I, I'm not happy. Irvine's addresses those. They respond to those and try to make it right. That's one of my favorite things about Google reviews, because if someone just leaves a nasty message and the owner doesn't uh, respond, that's that's important. That, that's not great. Irvine's always responds if there's anybody that isn't 100 percent satisfied and they try to make that right. So, what I'm telling you is if you have a vehicle and you live in West Michigan, it's worth it to make the trip to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Okay. You can also call them 616 532 6600 if you have any questions. A real person will answer the phone. Okay. And where they are is uh, along 44th Street, just a few blocks east of 131 Side Street called Stafford. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. I have a mortgage guy, it's Mario. The Mario Flores Lakeshore Team of Van Dyke Mortgage. For anywhere in the U.S. except Alaska, South Carolina, Maine, and Hawaii, you can get a mortgage from Mario. 231-332-6505. If your credit is great, call Mario. If your credit stinks, call Mario. Put this man to work. 231-332-6505. Sure. Call upon people that you know, or maybe friends of family, or maybe someone you've worked with in the past. I get that. You know, it's shopping your, uh, uh, what you have to, uh, uh, what, what you have a need for. Just let Mario be part of that process. Test him out. Talk to him. See what he has to say. 231 332 6505. Mortgage rates still incredibly low. And, uh, you can, and that's not going to last forever, though. Those rates are going to go up. So it's time now to see if you can get a mortgage. From the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. NMLS number 3035. We had 39 bold, beautiful people, including myself, at TC Paintball last time for Paintball War number 17, Amsoil and Tears. We're working on the next one, Paintball War 18. Until then, you can schedule your own party at TC Paintball tcpaintballgr.com is their website uh you will need a reservation on the weekend they sell out so get on that otherwise you can reach out to find out about drop in wednesdays our little league day uh is your kid not into sports and only into video games try this okay let them live their video game at tc paintball The Little League is today, Wednesday, at 5 p.m. If they're new to this, they might not be ready for the um, uh, full velocity of the big boy um, paintball guns. So let them use the Little League equipment, which gives them the thrill of paintball without the, "ow, hey, that hurt for 20 seconds. Um, You know, you kind of ease them into that. So, you know, then you're doing something fun with your kid. You're bonding with them instead of them just sitting there staring at the TV and uh, uh, making uh, increasing their odds that they will be a, uh, a virgin until they're 40. Uh, have them get out and have fun. tcpaintballgr.com. Okay. What do you all think or who or what is your asshole of the day Kyle says the rates are going up in March. The fed announced this last week. Thank you, Kyle. You know, uh, Kyle, that's, I appreciate that. Um, Kyle is, uh, in an, is in Mario's industry. And because Mario got after early for me to be, uh, marketing him on the podcast, uh, Kyle also does that for a living. But, um, I do not want you to bang on Kyle's door because uh, uh, Mario pays the bills. So Kyle is speaking from experience because he does the same thing that Mario does. But, um, uh, you know, if Kyle hadn't, you know, had he been able to put down the money, he would be on this podcast. But Mario got after it earlier. So I'm sorry, Kyle. I love you but you're going to have to go and join the threads podcast. That's what I, that's what you should do. Kyle, you should sponsor just Chirpin or threads podcast. That's what you should do to talk about you and your mortgage uh, work. Otherwise you're out. This is the one freebie you're going to get is me uh, talking about you, knowing that the rates are going up in March. Uh. Terry says Kevin Kuyper could still be uh, a couple of days removed. Asshole of the day for friendly fire on my wonderful wife. Uh, yeah, that's absolutely true. Uh, Kuiper's shot. Uh, Terry's lovely, better have Beth, who was just having a great old time uh, playing paintball who looked even that much. Look, I'm not kidding you, Terry. She's already freaking second to none, but, she looks so hot with that welt on her neck. Oh, my God. Absolutely bonafide babe with a hardcore welt on her neck. Um, let's see. Getting some nominations for Diana as asshole of the day. I wish I could disturb her and bring her in, but she's working right now. Asshole of the day. Easily Diana, says Kenny. Clay, the postie, says, what up, Zayner?" Don't know who that is, but welcome. Uh, Jesse says, yes, I agree. Diana, asshole of the day. Love Diana, but she's definitely asshole of the day, says Jason Mays. Dennis Goble says, yes, queen of the forest for sure. Uh, Jesse says, yes, she should be, even though I think Zane's kind of being a whiny bitch about her turning the lights on. Yeah, uh, fuckhead, have, you may think that I'm just some fucking tough guy, but I do have feelings, face. How would you feel if uh, your wife did that to you? You know, I was so looking forward to seeing her. I didn't complain once about all of the things that I had to do while she was jet-setting across the country. I was glad to do it and was proud that um, that uh, that she could do that. And then she comes home and says, what stinks turns on the fucking light. Bullshit. Uh, Sexy voice. Andrea says, asshole of the day, the line cutter at Golden Corral. No, the line cutter was great Uh, is hero of the day because we got the fight. Our Healy, says Diana. Kenny adds, if your significant other is trying to sleep after taking care of the house and your brother and your sick daughter while you take off for a few days like that, you leave the light off and let them rest. Simple. No. You're right. That's Hey, you're preaching to the choir, man. Eric should be asshole today for not having her clothes laid out, says Savage Sack Lunch. What the fuck? Leon is asshole of the day for leaving my moving pictures and noises machine. I don't know what that means. Dennis says maybe she should scrub the next asshole. Andrea, who's kind of a twat, says, couldn't you have just pulled the covers over your head when she turned the light on? So that's what I have to do if Jason needs to turn on the lights. Why are you the way that you are? Why? You, you know, I mean, seriously. Unbelievable. Duchess of Michigan. Stevie says, Diana, for turning on the lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Dean says, "Eric, when do you, when when you do find Pooh's phone, does it ever show up at Nunica?" Dean, you sick fucking idiot! <clears throat> Assholes of the day need to be fat fucks at Golden Corral. Disagree. kabooby sixty nine says, "Good, uh, say goodbye to your Pooh Bear points." Disagree. No. She's apolog- She was apologizing this morning. And I forgive her, but I still, I needed to get this off my fucking chest. All right. That's going to do it. Oh, no, I didn't even name the asshole of the day. But it cannot be Diana. There's no way I can make her the asshole of the day. Instead, the asshole today brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. Not Diana, but Pooh Bear. There you go. Of course, she's the asshole today. I was so pissed off. I'm not kidding you. I was contemplating raging, like throwing shit. I was so pissed off. Queen of the Forest is never an asshole today. You're wrong, Shelly, and you're right there with her. You're a, a, you get a nomination with that one. Okay? Meanwhile, Amanda's talking about fucking uh, a refi. What the fuck are you doing? Jesus. All right. Oops. Thanks, folks. Have a good one. Yeah, hey, Eric, I know you're doing a show, but uh, I'll, I'll just go get information about a mortgage. She says, I need opinions. Shut up. That's not all you need. You need a dick that's not made out of plastic. Eat your 10 minutes, you stupid ass. All right, my mic just screwed up again. All right, have a good one, folks. Talk to Mike.